How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. <laughs> How awkward was that transition? We're like talking about life. <laughs> Or like just like personal stuff, and then like the timer just kicks us off. <laughs> well, hello everybody. Welcome to another week of Story of the Fight. My name is Romero. This is my boy Will. What up? And this is what some call the MMA Church. We gather every Sunday and talk about all things mixed martial arts. In some cases, other combat sports such as boxing. Right. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. And if I you mean, have, I, feel, uh, I feel like it's fitting too because of who's who boxed, right? Very true. Very true. It's kind of like the two worlds collabed and brought this for us. So For better uh, or for worse. Hey, Will, 200 subscribers. We just hit 200 subscribers. Look at that. I'm pretty excited about it. Dude, it's sick, honestly. I've been, uh, not going to lie, I've been refreshing the uh, YouTube Studio app on my phone for the past week. Just like, are we going to get it? Do we have to put out another video first? Are we going to get it? (laughs) No, but I appreciate, appreciate everybody that supports us. You know, uh, if anybody doesn't watch us on YouTube, you can still find us on Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, social media? Uh, yes, at Story of the Fight on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and we have a Facebook group chat, uh, Story of the Fight chat, where you can catch Romero on there. Chat it up. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And uh, <laughs> if you uh, go back and watch some of the older episodes we have some cool uh, interviews with some fighters as well uh, most mm-hmm. recently interview we did with uh with eric ghost pepper gonzalez up and coming fighter out of la who will Future be in the UFC. absolutely uh so go check it out it's a lot of fun recently we uh had some boxing matches yeah last night circle but before no we get use. into that will yeah no before we get into that mm-hmm. i know we've all been pumped on patty the batty yeah. And there's a picture circulating, Will, oh, no. where uh, Richard Casual oh, dude has, where I guess it's you at a <laughs> wedding with the Patty the Batty hairdo, man. Yeah, dude, that's uh, that's totally uh, a legit picture. <laughs> I was the the best man at uh, my brother's wedding, and obviously I saw it fitting to uh, change my hair to that because that's hey, well, appropriate. It looks, it looks good. It looks good on you, though, man. Does it? Yeah, it looks really good on you. So maybe looks that's like something a... you... <laughs> just going forward, man. This is something you just rock all the time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> looking for a change. I've been doing the same thing for a while. Well, it looks fantastic on you, Will. Uh, hopefully, your brother thought it was acceptable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. But we had uh, last night. We had Vitor Belfort, right, uh, going up against yeah. the real deal, Evander Holyfield. So both of them jacked both jacked both uh, uh both on natty vitor's uh 44 right uh vitor 44 yeah looking like trt vitor back in the day the guy that ripped bisbing's eyeball out yeah um the guy who uh started the shadow realm for uh rockhold look at evander hollyfield man how this guy must be 70 i think he was 58 Okay, well, it's close. I think 50, I mean, might as well be, right? Especially Dude, 58 but, after boxing a whole career at heavyweight. Well, come on. So he looks like he's in fantastic shape, man. Yeah. Fantastic shape. Now, Again, totally natty. Of course. They wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thriller wouldn't have boxing, it. But, or Triller. Yeah. Whatever. Wouldn't have it any other thriller. way. Yeah, Triller. <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way. Now, it, when they were doing the weigh-ins and they were interviewing mm. the fighters – 
did you feel any sort of way uh, when you heard Evander Holyfield talking? I mean, about being a, a boxer. No, not really. I mean, I'm used to hearing him and stuff. I, I at this point, I, I was, um, I wasn't gonna watch this fight um, until I knew the results and talked to somebody who had seen it. I wasn't gonna watch it um, because, like, I was, I was. I mean, come on, Vitor was gonna go out there and blast through him quick. It was just, I, I know, I, th- I think at, at a certain point, uh, I saw Belfort was a plus 130 underdog coming into this. I should have just threw my entire life savings onto that, but because, sure. um, like, by far the surest bet. Um, but I was talking to people, and, and people were like, Yeah, but Holyfield, you know, like, he's like a boxer boxer. He's got like, he, he's got years and years of training for just boxing, Vitor's MMA fighter, blah, blah, blah. And they're both on steroids. So, like, that's, listen. <laughs> Listen, they could both be on steroids, but one is still 58 years old and went through a career of boxing. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of but, miles. A lot yeah. of miles on that guy. Yeah, so many. And steroids, yeah, he can be in great shape. And nobody's nobody's saying that he isn't, right? But basically, what I, was, I, I didn't want to watch Holyfield get completely flatlined. I, I just didn't want to see that. Um, so when I found out the results and kind of how it happened, I was like, okay, I'll take a look and see. And yeah, I mean, what the fuck? How was this thing even sanctioned? Well, I heard that there was a few states that didn't sanction it, right? Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be in California, and they wouldn't sanction it. Hey, um, one of our uh, <laughs> one of our true and faithful here, HLBK yeah. Homer, wishing a beautiful day to all the beautiful people. <laughs> well, that was a double shit show, he says. Yeah, agree one hundred percent. Uh, double shit show, meaning the, the main and co-main. I, I would I'd like say. to know because I would disagree with that. I okay. Well, you say why you disagree, and well, I'll say why I agree. Uh, we'll we'll say that when we get to the co-main because I still mm-hmm. uh, th- this main event. Yeah, California wouldn't sanction it, so they they're like, all right, we'll go to Florida. They'll let fucking anything happen, right? Um, yeah, Florida. Uh, yeah. So Comer saying. Yes, to the co-main also. Um, so they moved to Florida because Florida is fine with watching old men get knocked out, and mm-hmm. uh, and maybe we should all be. I don't know. It, for me, I can't. <laughs> I, I couldn't watch it. If if someone said that he got like flatlined, I wouldn't watch it. Um, Same here. But I... he got hit a couple times clean. Seemed okay with it, uh, and then they called it that ref. Fantastic job by that ref. I, th- I don't know who he was, but he did a great job. I thought. Um, Mario Yamasaki. I don't know. It, it looks like he <laughs> ate Mario Yamasaki. But uh, <laughs> no disrespect. He did a fantastic job refing. Um, You're supposed to say with all due respect before yeah. you say it. So it's not. Because then you get to say whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Vito, I saw people talking shit about Vitor going out there trying to murder him. And I think that's kind of what you have to do. You know, you, you don't want to just give too much respect and like go out there and not do it. Right. Um Go out there and end it quickly. You know, he deserves the respect. It's Holyfield. Um, he wouldn't want it any other way, I'm sure. Uh, and I, I don't I don't I don't want to say anything bad about Vitor for doing this. You know, he was supposed to he was supposed to watch De La Hoya in the first place. Holyfield took this on uh, short notice. Um but yeah, I mean nothing really that bad happened in it. They called it probably aired on the side of caution for this one. You think? <laughs> which is yeah, which is for sure do that. Um, I don't know. I, I heard also that 
potentially this was not a professional bout hmm. officially. Uh, they're broadcasting that it was a official pro- um, professional bout, but I think there was something on Holyfield's side that they were like, this isn't going to actually count type deal. Uh, that's the rumors right now. I don't know if it's actually confirmed yet, but I hope, I mean, what a shit show. What a yeah. shit show. So two things from this uh, for me. One, I love the fact that Triller and whoever put this together uh, didn't put any of the special rules out there, right? Like we're going to try to avoid hit, uh, shots to the head. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We're mainly going to go to the body. We're not going to knock each other out. You know, yeah. it's a gentleman's agreement. Th- they went at it, which I, I respect, right? Well, I Vitor like did. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is like, yeah, for anybody that says like Vitor w- went at him too hard, Vitor probably also has to put in a performance that's going to want Triller, or it's going to have Triller wanting to sign yeah. Vitor, uh, Vitor to another bout, another fight. Yeah. Because if you're because Vitor and you're trouble, trying to right? cash in, then when, what, when what are you going to do? Yeah, when the UFC wouldn't sign him, he was having trouble, I think, right? Like, he, I think he, there was rumors that he was going to go to one, and then that kind of thing. I heard Ryzen. I heard. Yeah. So, yeah, he's trying to continue fighting, you know, clearly. And clearly, <laughs> they're going to let him take whatever he wants to take, which I'm fine with. He's going to um, try to make money. Yeah. Let the man try to make money, you know? But again, yeah. in order for him to, to be a, a draw for his next fight, like, he has to do something significant. Yeah. So good for no, him. I agree. I agree. Yeah. He did what he had to do, right? Like I said, Holyfield probably wouldn't want um, him to hold back in that. Uh, I wish it was him versus De La Hoya. Uh, I, I would have rather had watched that. Um, well, okay. Let me ask you this Vitor versus De La Hoya. Who you got? Vitor. You still got Vitor? Yeah. I don't think uh, with with age catching up to these guys, De La Hoya, and Holyfield, cocaine. obviously obviously and cocaine right i don't think they have uh the reaction time to deal with with vitor not being drug tested uh vitor is a fucking savage you know uh he his blitz is so dangerous he revolutionized blitzing and mixed martial arts um that 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 punching like marching combos that he would do across the whole cage he you cannot deal with him and i think older older boxers aren't going to be able to um so yeah it's an interesting route for for vitor um so yeah i, I think he would have probably beat de la hoya and i would have liked to watch that personally and and that's the thing again with him having the performance that he did now we have the ability to for de la hoya to come back and say hey well yeah. that's the monster i'm gonna be fighting yeah. holy smokes like <laughs> buy this pay-per-view because it's gonna be crazy you know yeah 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 and then people are gonna be like okay yeah buy it. And, so, and then they're gonna watch it illegally like everybody else <laughs> <laughs> Dude, on, honestly, I wasn't, for that? <laughs> I wasn't gonna watch it. Wait, did you watch? Did you watch just the fights, or did you watch the event? No, I just okay. watched the the two fights. Someone posted a clip. We can't show it right because of copyright shit. But definitely look up, uh, and I'll link it to you later. Look up. They did a moment of silence because this happened on nine eleven, right? They did a moment of silence before the main event, and during that moment of silence, you can just hear this super drunk ch- drunk chick just like yelling in the background it's silent for maybe like four seconds and then all of a sudden she's like yells some bullshit like drunk person shit and nice. everybody's playing to like keep cool right and she just keeps yelling so eventually like the whole crowd starts yelling at her and like people booing and it's like during the moment of silence for now it was just such a shit show are you serious uh, yeah it's it was uh it really encapsul- encapsulates like how the event as a whole yeah 
the production pretty, pretty special um, wow i'll link it to you after this it's it's i would say that bare knuckle still a few notches above thriller yeah so far. Uh, bare knuckle doesn't have trump commentating no 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 we have random people running into the uh much better <laughs> the ring instead fighting the boxers and at least they put on bangers like say what you will about bare knuckle boxing i I get it there's it's an easy target but i would be lying if i was saying if i said that i don't enjoy watching the fights i was watching it the other night i think i text you and george right i was like hey look Mm -hmm. at what i'm watching right now again (laughs) i've subscribed so all those pay-per-views five dollars a month dude and get their events why not i spend five dollars a month on stupid shit you know yeah and at least just don't get starbucks one day yeah and at least with this it's pure entertainment yeah Mm-hmm. So, and I don't crash afterwards like I do with Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, anything else on that main event? Uh, no. Let's just no. not see Hollyfield fight anymore. No, let's not. Let's not. Um, but before that, yeah. we had anderson silva versus tito ortiz now if you don't mind i'll let you know why it is that i agree with mr uh, hlbk omer yeah uh, now look at those shorts was, yeah oh dude those are legit come are on are you talking about tito's no, no. Oh, sorry no okay <laughs> i know no but <laughs> okay. uh man uh, but i do like seeing the flames you know i'm not gonna lie you know old just school the the uh silva versus tito ortiz just that matchup itself is why i think it was it was a shit show too. Uh, and yeah. It's just, yeah. If it, I, I love watching Anderson Silva, he could be doing anything like they could be like, Hey, yeah, Anderson Silva is going to face somebody in curling now. And I'll be like, dude, let's see how Anderson Silva does in curling. Like he's probably really good at that too. Like I'll watch anything that he wants to do. He's a legend. Yeah. Uh, but him facing Tito Ortiz specifically ended up the exact way I thought I was going to end up. He was a complete Same. sacrificial lamb. Look at how peaceful he looks, though. Smiling. So for anybody that's just listening, there's a picture of uh, Tito face down, eyes covered, uh, down on the mat, and he he looks like he's smiling, like he's yeah. like he's having like a happy dream. You yeah. Know, so for that's probably he, he's probably remembering knocking out a geriatric uh, Chuck Liddell. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, HLBK Omer right now says Tito looks so slow. Tito has looked so slow already for his last few fights. Uh, I feel like Tito's not all there. He beat Chael. Uh, okay, calm down. Chael, okay, there were some technicalities that Chael was confused <laughs> about. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But it's just he had no business being in the, the ring with Anderson Silva. So, So this is why it wasn't a shit show for me. Uh, and I, I agree with everything you said. Um, for me, they're the same age, right? Um, both former champions. Um, I like watching Anderson win. It's one of the, like, it brings me back to childhood. You know, yeah. it's like nostalgia for me. Um, when, when he fought uh, Cesar Chavez Jr., yeah, it was, I was like, it was like euphor- euphoria. I was so happy watching that, watching Anderson in the corner, dodging shit, slipping shit, ripping uh, his, his counters. It's it. He's still one of the best at that. And now that they're they're boxing right, he can he can block punches a lot better than he can with the the MMA gloves um, for shoulder rolls and for just actually his, his guard. Um, but man, he's so slick with his counters. And 
I don't like Tito. Uh, I thought it was fucked up that Tito had um, that fight with Chuck Liddell, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was super fucked up. So it was. I was happy to see him kind of get a taste of his own medicine. Um, he missed weight. Fuck you, uh, Anderson. Uh, I, I, it was perfect for me. I loved every second of it. Uh, I mean, that's another reason why it was a shit show. Like he comes in missing weight, and granted, he took the fight kind of on short notice too, you know. But mm-hmm. just adding on to my double shit show. Yeah, but I mean, for me, it'd be a shit show if like it was just super sloppy. At least Anderson looked fucking technical. He looked slick. He was slipping and ripping. Uh, the shots that he landed to put him away uh, was. You know who awesome. didn't look technical? Who's that? Tito Ortiz. Yeah, Tito looked terrible, right? Um, but at least uh, it was like, I don't know, it was like uh, filling for me to watch that. Yeah, so for you, it wasn't a shit show just because there's so much more behind it. Who it was yeah. against and the outcome. I mean, oh, if, okay. if I paid for it and that was the co-main event and I watched that, I'd be like, what the fuck? If I didn't know them, right? I'd be like, that was not entertaining. But everything else involved, uh, I could watch that every weekend. Yeah, so with Anderson against the corner, slipping, dodging like he normally does, kind of like a rope-a-dope type of thing. And that's mm-hmm. where you have Tito Ortiz like standing straight up with his arms like by his hip, like just like looking up and down. He's going up and down, like just trying to like time Dude, it threw, like slow motion. He threw three left hooks in a row. So slow. And, and then that's why Anderson was like, oh, you're, you're going to keep on doing that? And he comes up I'll with just... the right <laughs> the right counter and then he hits him with another left right before he actually drops yeah the way that he falls dude like he's like oh okay i'm out and just like slowly rolls against the ropes and just falls face down i was like yeah. oh shit like he 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 got like ko'd ko'd yeah and for me like uh like i said it was uh fulfilling for me to watch that so that's probably <laughs> fucked up of me right um you're honest but i can't help it i can't help it you know what? And I'm just glad yeah. you share your feelings with us, Will. That's what this is. I was for, this is church. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're just confessing your feelings, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. But yeah, uh, but, I can't wait till I watch but, Anderson Silva fight again. Yeah, I love I love this because, uh, I mean, MMA, clearly he lost the step that you cannot lose in MMA, right? Um, he was getting beat left and right, knocked out, all this stuff. You hate to see it. Such a legend. And then... He has these back-to-back boxing performances where it looks like Anderson of old. Yeah, you know? he's juiced up again. He's yep. going out he there, take, rejuvenated. He can take shots, right? He, he can take, take shots the shots that he wasn't able to. And I think the the big gloves are much easier to shoulder roll and, and block. You know what I mean? So, Ooh, like, that's a good point. Yeah, so it, it just fits his style so well. And he's always been like just so elusive and like a sniper, right? So like it. It almost like it, it doesn't go both ways. People's defense isn't as good as his. He can slip through still, even with the big gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Tito getting knocked out is just solid family entertainment. That's what it I is. mean. That's all it is. You know, Tito once said uh, he hopes to outlive his kids, you know, and uh, I don't know if Did we're he really say that? that. Yeah. I mean, he's not a good talker. Uh, everybody knows what he meant to say, right? But yeah. Oh man, that. rough, rough. All right. Uh, so and shots like really... this don't help those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, forward. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Um, so that's pretty much the only fights that we wanted to cover. Outside of that, I know that we have some MMA news, right? So uh, yeah, I'm we'll just go over. 
No, no UFC news. fights. Yeah. This week's news. Okay, let's go over this week's news. Uh, so what's what's first? What what are we covering? Rich is on deck. Ooh. So he says Triller offers $30 million person a winner-take-all bout for Jake Paul and Tito Ortiz. Ooh. I think it was Jake Paul and Vitor, but... Oh, okay. I was going to say that's easy money for Jake Paul. Yeah, I was, yeah. Why would Vitor be on there. Yeah, but regardless, right? That's I, I would want to see that. That's that's as a, I mean, if we're gonna just accept that this whole thing is gonna keep going forward, this whole shit show, this fucking circus, right? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather see that than uh, Jake fight another oh. retired. Oh, look at that, Rich. There you go. The, the uh, headline's been updated. Yes, Triller offers thirty million dollar person one to take all bout for Jake Paul and Vitor Belfort. Thank you for the correction, Rich Casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would rather see a matchup like this than Jake Paul continuing to fight retired MMA wrestlers. You mm. know what I mean? Um, I get why he's doing that. Obviously, it's working flawlessly for him so far. Um, but yeah, fuck it. Why not? $30 yeah, million. Dollars. Also, I mean, you know what? Triller must be hemorrhaging money though, right? But what's wrong with Jake Paul though fighting retired wrestlers for now? Uh, it's just not competitive. Yeah, but what? he's four fights in. Yeah, but fuck it. If he wants to be making the big money and headlining cards, then let's headline him. But let's he's making big money fights. now. No, I know, but I'm saying let's make him competitive. For as a viewer, I would rather see this. I think well, it depends, right? Like it's safe to say that the fight against Tyrone Woodley was competitive. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was competitive as far as nothing was happening. Um, well, it, it's competitive in the sense that at, at the end it was a split decision. Some people said, you know, like it was a good fight. But did they? Yeah, yeah. Folks said it was like I, I thought it was a good fight. Did I think really? it was close? Yeah, did I think it was close? No, but it was entertaining. It was a good fight. <laughs> it was um, close enough. <laughs> it was close enough. Now, the thing for me is that I, I like I have to keep on reminding myself, Jake Paul, yes, he considers himself a professional boxer. Yeah. Right. But when I think about like Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., when I think about Julio Cesar Chavez, when I think about all the professional boxers, like how many fights do they go through before they fight legitimate, legitimate yeah. fighters? Like, dude, when I was really watching boxing, one of my favorite boxers to watch was Miguel Cotto. And I remember mm -hmm. watching Miguel Cotto when he was 10-0 and 0 and they were throwing scrubs in front of him when he was knocking him out in the first round over yeah. and over and over again. And he was 10-0 and 0 boxing from the time that he was a kid all the way through, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, I'm watching Jake Paul right now and he's fighting retired wrestlers, old UFC fighters, but they're probably just as competitive, not more competitive than some of the folks that some of these professional boxers face when they were four. No, so like no, I'm trying to, I'm trying point. to like remind myself, like I, I want him to fight tougher competition, but he's just in the infancy stage of his professional boxing career. He for just me, gets a lot of media attention. Yeah, for me, it's not about uh, the him facing tougher competition. And wanting to see this, it's more about. I just think this would be more entertaining for me as a viewer. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not so much like I want to see him fight more competitively because he's right. He's four and zero, right? It's four fights. Um, but I would like to enjoy what I'm watching. Like they were talking about, uh, who was it? Tommy Fury. Yeah, that's a good matchup. That's a good matchup for both of them. Yeah, you know, so definitely. Like, like, let's see something like that, and it's but still that's not, not going to happen. But I, you know, it might not. And Tommy's Fury again. I think Tommy Tommy Fury's camp doesn't want to throw him Jake Paul because what if he does lose? And they're like, well, here's yeah, a YouTuber that beat out, <laughs> yeah, this boxer from the Fury family. 
Yeah. Um, so, but uh, I think that's a good point. Um, I but I think even Jake Paul has said he doesn't want to fight boxers. So it's just, I don't think it's going to happen. You know, Wait, he's he, not an idiot. You saw his hit list. He wants to fight yeah, Canelo. No, no, no. That's his hit list. That's his promotions. But who he he says he actually doesn't want to fight boxers. Well, we'll see. I think Which eventually because he signed boxers. he signed with Showtime. So I think eventually Showtime will throw him a boxer. Maybe. But again, well, eventually, yeah, yeah. You know, I think we'll eventually see him fight a boxer. Probably not going to be mm-hmm. a big name boxer, but it's still yeah. going to get a lot of views because it's Jake Paul and. For Jake Paul, again, I'm already making a lot of money with the fights that I'm fighting right now. Not fighting professional boxers. I'm getting a lot mm-hmm. of views. Dude, his last fight against Tyron Woodley legit legitimately looked like a a professional boxing production. Well, it's well, yeah, like a production. Well, I mean, it was, it like was it showtime. felt like it. It felt yeah, but it, yeah. it felt like a big prize fight. So I mm-hmm. was pumped. You know, I was excited to watch it. I I never thought I'd be saying how I was excited to watch a Jake Paul fight. Like seriously, like just saying that like sounds weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. but there was so much anticipation, so much buildup leading up to the fight. The production was good. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 see how long we could ride this wave. Yeah, it's not going to be a long one, right? But it like, no. yeah, it's entertaining. Everyone's it's shitting entertaining. on it, right? But it's entertaining. That's what I want. But see, I that's what I want. That's why I want to see Jake Paul versus Vitor because that's Are you not entertained? Yeah. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Yeah. But, but Triller has to be hemorrhaging money, right? There's no way they can offer a $30 million they're, purse. I don't think they're going to last this much longer. I, unless, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I just don't know how they're throwing that, that much money There's with. No uh, way. Like, I mean, the guy had, who runs it, the guy who runs it has had like six bankruptcies already. Like, oh, well, like the guy I, is like, a, he's one of those like entrepreneurs that like just pops business to business, just. Cashing, cashing out and then bankrupting them and then jumping to another one like hey michael so. jordan succeeded because of all the times he failed you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah. hey you'll Eventually, get it buddy you'll, you'll get there all right yeah. all right what's the next one <laughs> richard casual throw something else out our way let's see what we got all right dana white blames scumbag media for convincing fighters they're underpaid <laughs> well you I- know <laughs> It's the uh, the the picture's perfect. Uh, shout out uh, Anton. I can't even fucking read it, even with my glasses. Um, I don't need glasses, and I can't read it. Okay, <laughs> are we scumbags? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a perfect picture, right? The whole it's the Trump angle, right? Just blaming the media for everything. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> it's finally catching up. It seems like right. Everybody's talking about it. Um, uh, partly thanks to Jake Paul. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's why I uh, put this one after the the, the last slide. Um, oh, strategic. Yeah, it's a good segue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, clearly <laughs> Rich changed it. Uh, yeah, and he's. I mean, it, it's continuing to be talked about. Dana keeps getting mad about it. Now he's atta- like lashing out at the media. Uh, so things are moving along. At least it seems like, right? Like steps are being taken. Um, before he would just kind of dismiss it, not really say anything. Now at least he has uh, comebacks for it. Um, I mean, you saw what happened with Tom Aspin, all right? When he, uh, oh yeah, he broke he down. Tears. Got his, yeah, the, the 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 most ironic thing about that is the UFC. They posted that video 
of of him breaking down when he found out that he got the the bonus backfire and they're like yeah because i mean i think dana just like gets off on that right he's like yeah look at these guys like they need this money right but uh, i think he's like in in his head he's like look at the life we're changing show everybody yeah. life-changing money true uh, oh, there's a little bit of that but at the same time dana knows right what is it 16 percent of the profits go to the fighters mm. not good you know not good for um wme for, for the fighters <laughs> it's great for wme um yeah. I, I don't know how much longer it can continue though because the ufc if they want to continue to grow they're you know what else grows with that is the level of scrutiny that they face so mm -hmm. uh i don't know i think eventually it's going to change right you have half the female fighters now have only fans that's paying their bills it's like that shouldn't be necessary you know what i mean yeah uh it's crazy it is uh and i saw jessica rose clark just posted about uh if, if, if anybody knows anything about like healthcare, like how can she get like decent healthcare because she doesn't have any it's like and she's too broke to get healthcare. so wow. like what the fuck man like that's that's not a minor leaguer in the in the mlb you Again, know these are hey richard casual how much money do uh g league players make do you know in the nba it can't be a lot oh they make about eighty thousand to ninety thousand per year Damn, that's so, actually a lot so they're in the upper you know that's that's good you know that's, yeah, that's really good. You minor college, leaguers in baseball money, you know. And yeah, minor leaguers in baseball usually get. Uh, they usually have a full time job. Uh, that's crazy. That's actually a lot. But and I think there's the also other... so much more minor leaguers in baseball than there is G League. Players, oh yeah, though. it's much bigger. Yeah, it's way yeah. bigger. Well, there's like but... twenty G League teams, something like that. Twenty. No, no, no. But yeah, you have but there's single A, double A, triple A. Yeah, so there's different levels. There's ninety teams in baseball. Yeah, but twenty five each. When you look at uh, other sports, you know, UFC versus MLB, guaranteed contracts, and then you mentioned the split that the fighters make. Uh, I posted in our chat. Uh, the players make 51% in the NBA compared to 49% for the owners, you know? So yeah. just yeah. the division of, of payment is, is off. Well, because it's the players that we go, is that we go is, uh, watch. Mm -hmm. They're the draw. Yeah, you don't go there to watch. The, the UFC still thinks that we go there to watch the UFC uh but it's not necessarily the case right it is a I, little bit but i don't remember which retired fighter said they do such a good job of promoting <clears throat> you look at boxing and mm -hmm. the big boxing poster right will be uh earl spence versus pacquiao and then underneath in small letters will be like showtime boxing blah blah blah. yeah, yeah. with a ufc advertisement eddie hearn's name on there four times <laughs> it's ufc 263 in big letters and oh, underneath there, yeah <clears throat> so <laughs> They promote UFC first. They promote oh, yeah. the brand first. So that's why, and and you know, in a way, it works. You no, know, because I mean, look at look what it's done for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, the UFC's rise to becoming one of the most. It it might not be the most viewed sport, but it certainly seems like one it's, of the fastest uh, growing. Still, it's, I mean, it's definitely the fastest growing, but it seems like the most talked about at the same time. There's people who don't know shit about fighting that I hear talk about them talk about it all the time. Yeah, uh, and then when people ask, like, "Hey, uh, like, if you're doing martial arts, or like, even mm -hmm. me when I was doing jujitsu, they'd be like, you do UFC?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> when I somebody when I tell somebody I was playing a pickup game in basketball, then I say, "Oh, you, you do NBA?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they, they do a very good job of marketing themselves. Now, 
do I think the media gets everything right? No. Yeah, I was you know, they, not. They have their opportunities. I mean, now we technically count as that. And we're fucking idiots. That is true. Dad, and that's a really good point. If we could be media you know? in a way. I mean, that's the thing that has not grown with with the UFC's gr- growth is the media coverage of it. We still have OGs like Ariel, Karen Bryant, right? But for the most part, it's a lot of other sports media now hey, covering it because it's popular. If we're to get media passes for some of the, like the events, how long before mm-hmm. you think they stop giving us passes because they realize we're idiots? Oh, instantly. And it's not just because <laughs> we're in- it's not because here's the other problem with MMA media, which is hilarious because Dan is the one calling it out. Other than Ariel. Karen Bryant, it's not really her job anymore. But other than Ariel, nobody talks bad. Nobody calls out bullshit. You got Brett Okamoto, uh, who's oh, like he's a total homer. Yeah, like everybody is now, and there's a reason why Ariel got banned. He for a while he was banned for life, right? There's a reason Ariel's not at every event anymore. It's because he actually calls shit out. As, as say what you will about Ariel, but the guy has integrity as a journalist, right? So uh, if I would like to think that if we continue to grow and uh, became notable to the point where we could get press uh, or like passes, um, I would like to think that we wouldn't uh, shill for the UFC. Yeah, yeah. it's easy to say. I would now. probably I would probably lose all integrity as soon as that even got <laughs> the opportunity was dropped. But I mean, that's hilarious. For now, I can say that, dude. If you were to get kicked out, I'd be like, hey, is there any way I could stay? Like, can, can yeah, you I'll go believe- and I hang I'll- out? Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep him going. I've never even met him before. <laughs> you both are wearing the same shirt. Nah, 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 I don't yeah. know that guy. No, but yeah, uh, I, I agree <laughs> that the media doesn't always get everything right, but also agree 100% that that is just a quick way for Dana to deflect and say, no, 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 you're wrong. Um, mm-hmm. the, the fighters, you know, in order for them to make more money, they have to continue winning. Look at the folks that we've made rich. Look at Conor McGregor. Look at yeah, Dustin they, Poirier. They, they look at Daniel Cormier. Look, yeah, and it's like it's the same people that they talk about over and over and over again. Yeah, but and it, let's not act like the UFC had anything to do with that. You know, like yeah, they they definitely. I mean, like Connor got the path that he got, and he got yeah. the promotion that he got. But Connor still did some remarkable things that only he can do. So it doesn't really cover everybody else. Also, if I'm if I'm the president of the UFC and I want the sport to continue growing and I want to continue getting the best talent we can get, I'm going to pay my fighters. You know why? Because that means that the kids that are growing up right now that are freak athletes are going to mm-hmm. start looking into MMA and we're going to start getting some amazing fighters. But instead, they're looking into the NFL. They're looking into the yeah. MLB. They're looking into the NBA because they know, well, if I want to make a big payday one day, that's yep. the route to go. I don't know. That's just yeah. That's no, just I mean, my it, two cents. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, eventually it will change. It will have to. I don't think, do you think it'll be in our nice. lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not that old. No, no. All right. Well, what's what's yeah. next, Rich? <laughs> For every young dude. All right, the next one. Gaethje rejects five rounder versus Chandler. I'm paid the same. I'll save my death in the cage for a title bout. Oh, interesting. I agree with him. I think uh, it was a great interview, and he said that um, why the fuck would he he do a five-round fight if he's going to get paid the same? It's the only job that uh, you're not going to get paid for, for longer work, right? He gets paid the same for 15 minutes of fighting versus 25 minutes of fighting. Why would you ever do 25 minutes? Right. Well, I wouldn't necessarily uh, say that. Like, like I'm salary, for example. 
and I get paid the same whether I work eight hours in my job or 12 hours in my job. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's a good point. And that's a salary that I accepted when I accepted my position. But you're not getting hit in the face. That is very true. We'll see. Watch. You're going to jinx it tomorrow or next. uh, (laughs) I'm going to have like a black eye. Be like, dude, customer punch me in the face, bro. What can I say? Yeah. Uh, HLB Comer says uh, this will not go to the decision anyway. I agree. I do not think this fight goes the distance, but um, but the but I, I mean, I gotta stick. I gotta be with Gaethje on this one. You know, uh, it seems crazy to me that you should get a bump for a five round fight. Do you, you really think should. it's in the contract? I guess that's something we'd have to look into. Like, is it in the contract? No, like, no. sometimes you're gonna fight three rounds. Sometimes you're gonna fight five rounds. If you ever fight in the main event, it's gonna be five rounds. Like, I wonder if it's in the contract because again. Accepting the salary, you know what comes with the salary. Do you think Gaethje didn't know when he signed the salary that, hey, I might be asked but, to do a five-round fight? But the contract doesn't say uh, you will fight a five-round fight when when one comes up. The contract just says this is what you make to win. This is what you make to show for how many fights. But it doesn't that's also. All, that's all. But it also doesn't say we'll pay you more if you fight a five-round fight. Yeah, but it, but because it doesn't distinguish, if I'm a fighter, I'm saying, okay, yeah, I'll just fight three-round fights unless it's for a belt or a main event, right? Because mm. there's nothing there's nothing to gain from that. You literally only lose from that. You're literally so, losing your health. The, the card that they're going to be on, which card is mm. it again? It's a New York card, right? Uh, I think, yeah, November 6th. Which honestly uh, might not uh, even happen because Chandler's still talking about not getting vaccinated. and uh, He signed the bout agreement, though. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know I don't when know. that is. Or I know when it is, but I don't know. Because I'm just wondering, right, uh, what the UFC's thought process is in making it a five-round fight. It, it it's, might not be the main event. but It's, it's not going to be the main event. The, I mean, uh, shit, we just had Leon Edwards fight uh, Nick Diaz, right? Oh, I'm sorry, Nate Diaz. That was, Nate the, Diaz. First, that was the first five-round non you know what? Domain, non- and Leon Edwards fight. is one of the guys that whines the most. And he didn't say <laughs> one single thing about not getting paid for a five-round fight. No one ever has. This is the first time I've ever seen someone complain about it. And it makes a lot of sense to me. See, I'm on the opposite end. To me, it doesn't make sense. Because, again, as a fighter, you know, there's going to mm-hmm. be a time we're going to have to fight a five-round fight. They are going to be before Thug Rose versus Zhang Wei Lee and Kamaru versus Covington. Now, that's kind of weird, though. They're not even the co-main. Yeah, that, that's kind of weird that you're not even the co-main and they're asking you to fight a five, fight a five-round fight. I wonder what that is. Shout out HLB Comer. I should have just looked at the chat. Thank you. <laughs> Instead, I yeah, scrolled through, through a bunch of us. nonsense. Coming through for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, for me, um, why take more damage and get paid the same when the other perks that you would normally be getting for a five-round fight aren't included? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, the belt is man. on the line, and you're not the main event. You're not getting the spotlight. You're not going to get pay per view points. So Why let's say it? that let's say that this is the co main event. Yeah, and they ask me to fight a fight a five round fight. It's not for the title. Do you feel differently mm-hmm. at that point? Um, for the co main, still no, because the camp probably costs more as well training for a five round fight than a three round fight. So your expenses are probably going up. You're not nothing. You're not gaining anything from it being five rounds you're really not uh you're literally you're just working yourself harder spending more money to take more damage and get paid the same as if you didn't do all of that so Mm -hmm. as a fighter unless your contract says uh 
like specifies that why the fuck would you ever do it yeah i wonder if like because if we're talking about somebody getting paid by the amount of time and 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 like maybe possible damage that they might be taking mm-hmm. if you're the ufc why wouldn't you be able to say like well hey if you end up knocking somebody out in the first round you didn't fight that long and you took no, no damage. i'm just saying i i think Going in there knowing it's either three round or a five round, I think fighters probably should be getting paid more for a five round fight. It doesn't need to be a lot more, but why wouldn't why wouldn't they? It just seems crazy to me that they would. Well, that's why they got to have the performance of the night, okay? So they get another fifty k, baby. Yeah, it's on you to make the money. (laughs) (laughs) No, look, and you know me, Will. I'm all for fighters making their money, but Mm -hmm. I'm playing devil's advocate here. No, yeah, I get it because, like I said, it wouldn't be the first job where somebody gets paid a salary, whether they work more or they work a little bit less. Uh, yeah. Granted, they do take physical damage, mm-hmm. uh, right? But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of other jobs out there. I guess they could say, hey, it's backbreaking labor, what I do. You know, whether it's roofing no, or yeah. it's anything else. And it's like, hey, you know, uh, I'm getting paid a salary. And mm-hmm. somebody tells me like, hey, you know, I'm going to fix the roof in your house. I'm going to replace the roofing in your house. And then it ended up taking them, you know, two weeks instead of one week. Like, and we agreed to the specific salary before. They're like, hey, man, that's backbreaking labor. you know. And here, I had to do an extra week. Here's where it's different for me. A salary position like yours, right, is a yearly salary position. These guys aren't employees. You're an employee, right? They're contractors. If you're planning your, your job, right, and you're saying, yeah, we're going to do this. Like, so what I'm doing, right, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're about to do um, the networking for Greenfield High School. Uh, like just doing more of it, right? Or like revamping it, basically. Uh, the contract that they're going to pay for for us to do that work is decided upon uh, parts and labor, right? So what equipment are we going to be using? What do we need to purchase to make it so that we can actually do the job? But then also, how long is this going to take? Because I'm an hourly employee. Yeah. Uh, part so you of have what to take labor into account. Exactly. So if they're saying, uh, hey, this is a three-week uh job here's what we're going to pay you if we're saying it's a five-week job they're going to pay more they have to right those are two extra rounds that they should be paying more for um it's never been taught i've never even seen it come up before uh but it's super interesting it's the first time i've ever heard it and it's super interesting to me and i I agree with it i feel like if you're fighting a five-round fight uh especially you could argue that the the um the opportunity to win a belt in the fight, that might be the extra pay. Um, but if it's not the main event and it's not, um, there's no, t- like, I, I don't know. There's no title on the line. I feel like they should be paid more. When they're signing the contracts, they're saying, hey, this is going to be a five-round fight. If I'm a fighter, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, pay me more. Yeah. Right? It's well, this more is an interesting one. This is an interesting one because while we haven't heard the exact same thing about, like, the rounds, we've heard it about the matchups. Recently with O'Malley when he was like, why wouldn't I want to fight? Like, if they want to keep on throwing these scrubs my way, like I get paid the same whether I fight them or I fight a top ten fighter. Yeah. Uh, so in, in a way, that I'm okay with. In a way, uh, it's already kind of been brought up, but not necessarily with the amount of rounds. It's more with mm-hmm. the type of opponents. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah that's a little different for me just because it's just how many fights are on your contract. I would rather before I get my big contract because he's going to get a big contract if he keeps winning, right? Um, before I get my big contract, I would like to fight out this cheap contract on easy fights. Why wouldn't you? Right. Mm-hmm. makes sense business wise. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is probably something going forward that might get talked about more in like fighter contract negotiations. 
Or they just replace Gaethje with somebody else, and Gaethje keeps on complaining Dana's for the next year, two years, saying nobody's giving me fights. I'm going to say, we, we yeah. offered you fights, and you keep on turning them down. Dana's going to pull the whole crazy thing, man. Didn't want to fight. Yeah. And, and like, you've yeah, seen dude. it happen before. Yeah. Anytime someone brings up pay and they end up going with somebody else, he says they didn't want to fight. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but this is an interesting one. I would love to see what listeners have to say about this one. Uh, yeah. What What's what are you kind of thinking about, you know, just leave some type of comment and let us know. Uh, but, uh, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. We, yeah. We spent a lot of time on that one. All right, Richie casual, <laughs> throw another one out our way. We already talked enough about Gaethje. We yeah. have signed former Bellator MMA bantamweight world champion, Horiguchi, and I can't wait to see him compete in our stacked bantamweight division. So I He's haven't seen, shot, right? I haven't seen enough of this guy. Will tell me about him. Oh, bro. I mean, he was he was one of the top uh, top guys in the UFC uh, for a while. His, he has three losses, right? First one was to um, in 2012 uh, against Masakatsu uh, Uyeda. Never, never wait. Heard say of that name one more time. Ago. Masakatsu Uyeda. Oh, I thought I had heard Thanks. of him, but now that you pronounce it a second time, yeah. no, I haven't. <laughs> I think. Uh, then he goes on to win one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a row. Uh, including his first four UFC fights to get a title shot against Demetrius Johnson, uh, which he lost to Armbar, right? That's his second loss. Then he goes on to fight one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten fights in a row, all winning. Uh, one more, or three more UFC fights after the Demetrius fight. Uh, he was cut. Uh, not really sure why. He probably shouldn't have been against... Uh, I mean, you look at the names too, like... Uh, after he lost to Demetrius, Chico Camus, Neil Siri, and then Ali Bagotinov. Uh, good, big names for the time, right? Uh, then he goes on a seven-fight win streak in Ryzen, um, including a one, two, three, four, five-fight finishing streak. Um, he loses a kickboxing bout to uh, Tension, which is like, of course, he's going to lose that. Yeah. Then he... Uh, he uh, loses to Kai uh, Asakura for the belt, right? He gets knocked out in the first round. They rematch. He knocks him out in the first round. So he has three losses. One of them he avenged, and it was a title fight. Uh, he, I mean, he's a savage. He's so good. Um, I'm looking forward to watching him fight now. Now I'm excited. Dude, uh, I'll send you some fights. Um, his rising fights are fucking awesome. Uh, and he lost to Demetrius when Demetrius was fucking untouchable. So, like, yeah, I mean, who gives a fuck? Yeah, who didn't lose to Demetrius at L- that time? Literally, his, so his first tri- fight, Triple C. Yeah, his first fight was fucking nine years ago. Okay, we can let that slide. Uh, his second loss was to against one of the goats. Maybe, maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe the best we've ever seen, to be honest. Uh, and then After his last loss. Yeah, and then his last loss is against a guy who he beats in the rematch. And not just beats him, but knocks him out in the first round. I mean, sounds legit to me. Yeah, and you want to know the best part? What? He's keeping the Ryzen belt. Ooh. He's probably going to fight in Bellator for the belt right away. And per his contract, Ryzen's saying that he's contractually obligated to fight once a year in Ryzen still. So we're now we're talking Bellator Ryzen belts. Oh, my God. Bro. Come on. That's legit. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. Imagine if one day they're able to unify the belts and be able I mean, to say, hey, beats, hold the belt for all organizations. Oh, I know, right? It'll, so the sick. UFC will probably never let it happen. But never. I'm all game for Ryzen and Bellator because you want, you want Bellator to become more legitimate, in my opinion. They do something like this because I think Ryzen is very legitimate. I don't think it gets enough credit. 
uh, I, I'm very excited to see what happens here because nice. Ryzen always J- Japan MMA always does like the big New Year's Eve cards, right? I'm sure the one fight per year Horiguchi is going to be back over there for New Year's fights, so it's perfect. He can come in here. Uh, I don't know when he's going to fight. Hopefully, he can get a quick fight in. If he gets a belt quickly, bam, slap him on the New Year's card for Ryzen. He has the Ryzen belt and the Bellator belt. Fucking defends both of them. Come on. I'm so sick. excited. All this right. is perfect. Can, can you send me some of his fights? Yeah, I definitely will. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Very uh, what's, what's next, Rich? What, what what else do we have? Or was that it? Ooh, okay. UFC signs Adesanya's rival. Alex, is it Pajeda? I don't know if it's Pajeda or Pereira. I feel like everybody calls him Pereira. Okay, well, we'll go with Pereira then. Alex Pereira. Yeah. So this is the one that knocked out Adesanya, right? Yeah, that he has two wins over him. First one, I, I don't know if the first one was the knockout. One of them is a very close decision that I had Izzy winning. Um, but the other one's a knockout. So so are they thinking that definite. this is his kryptonite? That's right. That's what they're going to try to sell. Remember when Joe Duffy signed to the UFC? And then yeah. everyone's like, that's the guy that beat Connor. Uh, the difference being, though, Pereira is a legit kickboxer, double champ in kickboxing. So, uh, which is much easier to do in kickboxing, right, than MMA. But I wonder uh, what that does mentally too for for Izzy. It's got to be kind of weird. You know what I mean? It's got to be kind of weird. Uh, I think he has uh, two MMA fights or just one. Oh, I don't know. Three. Uh, Three. First round knockout, second round knockout, uh, and a first round knockout. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, he's taking on uh, Mikhailidis, Andres Mikhailidis, the Greek guy, uh, for his UFC debut. Um, very exciting. I'm excited. This for could it. get interesting. This I don't know if they're gonna. I'm guessing they're gonna try to fast track him, right? Um, oh, for sure. Especially if they start talking shit to each other. You know, like let's say that he gets a, a quick knockout, and then he's like on the mic. And he says, you've taken everything I've worked for, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> yeah. and then Izzy comes and to Izzy him and like, dude, let's do it. I'm a different shit. fighter. I'm a different fighter. Yeah, and he starts dancing. And then yeah. he's like, oh, dude, this would be awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, very excited. I- I'm getting pumped just thinking about it. I know. Yeah, it's it's exciting. Yeah, I'm uh, such an MMA be- degenerate. Like, this is what gets we, me so excited. Yeah. <laughs> do we see him fight a wrestler before? If I'm the if UFC, he keeps, no. If he keeps winning. Yeah, right? If I'm the UFC, no. Yeah, No, definitely. I would throw out you know every who- single person that's just going to fight like standing you know who they do not give this guy at any who? point who? Derek brunson oh yeah keep him away from Derek brunson hey for Derek brunson, this guy this guy might get Derek... a shot at the title before Derek brunson though <laughs> yeah he probably will but you know Derek brunson was has cashed in on being the underdog in his last four fights good for him good for him man good for him yeah yeah very very cool to see he seems like a good dude he does which he which does. is why they're never going to give him this fight absolutely not <laughs> all right because that uh, has upset written all over it <laughs> rich the casual do, what what else do we have let's keep it rolling nasrat hakpras mother has passed away yeah dude what yeah she uh i think she was battling cancer right um, oh no yeah she passed away and he's fighting uh in a couple weeks Ah, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, he's fighting Dan Hooker in a couple weeks. Man, well, uh, our condolences. You know, uh, yeah, Nasrat. 
High cross his mother. Yeah, and his family, man. Uh, that's always tough. And for him to then go in later on and, and find the ne next couple weeks, like that's tough. That's tough. And these guys are fighters, man. A lot of times they have stuff going on like this at home with their families. And, mm -hmm. you know, what you find out afterwards, maybe in the in the post-fight post -fight, uh, press conference or the post-fight interview. Yeah. Man, uh, there's just a next-level mental toughness that we see some from these fighters when we find out what, what it is that they're going through, you know, during camp. And, mm -hmm. ah, man, that's just tough, man. So that, yeah, that's super rough. hard. And it sucks because, man, that's a fight that I was – I still am really looking forward to it. But, like, fuck, dude, I hate watching fights where, like – you just don't want to see someone lose so bad, you know? Yeah. And it's it's got to put uh, Hooker in a weird position, too. Like, how, how do you think Overeem felt when he had to fight Walt Harris? You know? Probably not yeah. good. Probably not. He, sa he said that. it himself. Yeah. He said it himself. It was tough. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, way to bring yeah. it down, Richard Casual, with that last news. Yeah. How, come on, man. Come on, man. All right. What, what else? Do I didn't put that one in there. <laughs> What's on deck? <laughs> Okay, here we go. Now, from uh, that to something pretty crazy. Uh, arrested for domestic violence, we have Jason Mayhem Miller held on bail for felony assault. The spiral down continues, man. Yeah. It's it's tough. I enjoyed watching Mayhem Miller in uh, Bully Beatdown. I loved it. His MTV. fight with GSP was – I mean, dude, he, he And now he's career. the bully. Yeah. How it's the sad, tables man. have turned – it's sad. It uh, is. Teddy Atlas was talking about um, after the Holyfield fight how they need to be taking like 2% off every event and using it as like a pension for retired fighters. Um, mm. And it's something that we continue to see now with MMA as this sport continues its life, right? It was so new that we didn't get retired fighters for a long time, right? It was like, ah, man, who, how are some of these guys going to be in a few years? No one really knew. Boxing, We're finding we had, out now. Yeah, boxing, we had decades, right? We have this story. We have, uh, like, the Diego Sanchez whole journey. We had uh, the Stefan Bonner is is oh, yeah, not doing great right now. Times right now, too. It's tough, man. It's super tough. And I think, especially the early guys, a lot of them, you kind of had to be a little crazy to, to do that, right? The money wasn't there. It's not a lot of options. That's probably why you ended up in the sport. Um, and we're seeing kind of like what that looks like as, as time goes on. And it, it sucks, man. Uh, well, uh, best wishes to Jason uh, Mayhem Miller. Do his season a tough with uh, Bisbing? One of the better ones, too. Beautiful. Beautiful. One of the better ones, too. I would, I would come home from baseball practice. I, it was in high school. I'd come home from baseball practice, the big old, like, fat, wet burrito from Donia's. Uh, in San Juan Batista, shout out Donias. Uh, and I would look <laughs> forward to it Donias. <laughs> every Thursday, dude. I would look, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. I was so excited to go home, eat that burrito after baseball practice, watch watch that episode of Open Fighter. It's like a it was like, yeah, it was so fucking good, man. When Bisping fell off the table after they, they played ping pong or some shit, right? Oh my God. And he, and he was like gloating because he yeah, beat yeah, him. Yeah, I remember that. He's on the table and he fucking falls, at, falls on his ass off the table. And Mayhem laughs that, that specific laugh where. You're laughing so hard because you're so happy that something bad happened to somebody <laughs> that you absolutely hate, and it, it was just fucking cathartic. But then the fight happened, and it was fucking awful. But it was awful. Uh, it was awful. Yeah, it was really bad. All right, what's next? What's next, Richard Casual? What else do we have coming our way? So MMA Rules Committee will evaluate the safety of the oblique kick. Maybe they. I you heard the podcast 
from last week, Will, where you uh, yeah. ditched us. Uh, <laughs> and I had a role with Richie Casual. Hey, by the way, Rich did an excellent job. Did a fantastic job. First time, first time watching uh, MMA fights. Yeah. And he hopped on, dude. That that takes some courage, some cojones, Definitely. man. But, Definitely. Uh, one of the things that I, I talked about was uh, we, we're going to want to take a look at this. We're going to want to reevaluate mm-hmm. and see whether this is something that we want to change. Now, at that point in time, I, if I remember correctly, you messaged us, just bleed, um, <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious. Uh, but what do you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see, I don't think this should even be considered for rule changes whatsoever. I don't think it's, it's bad. I have no problems with it whatsoever. I get where people are coming from with it, um, but I have zero problems. I'm the one that was saying we need to take a look at it. And for one of the reasons we talk about right now, there's no fighter pension. There's no fighter or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm just thinking long-term for the fighters. You know, if if I see, you know, uh, like a round tree take somebody else's uh, leg out like that, it's like, ugh, like yeah. I cringe. And yes, it's a fight, but I also think about the fighter. And I think about like, mm-hmm. man, if this is something they're going to continue doing long-term, how did that move right there impact them? How much money are they going to lose out on from like, being able to bring home to their families due to that one kick. That that's why I was I get thinking that. that. Yeah, I get it. Um, but at the same time, if we're doing that, if we're gonna start going down that road, then like heel hooks, all leg locks should be looked at at the same time. They should all be if anything, this is those are worse, in my opinion. But you can tap uh, from that before. You can tap from that, but as with with heel hooks especially, um, if you're at the point where you can feel it, it's too late. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of the rare submissions where it's a preemptive tap. Arm bars, they'll hurt like hell before there's any damage done, and you tap. Uh, heel hooks, if you're tapping due to pain, it's too late. Yeah. Um, so it's you have to like you have to give up before you feel like you're done to tap to a heel hook the wrong way. Yeah, uh, or the right dicey. way. This one's dicey for me, man. For me, oblique kicks are very easy to counter. And we've seen it be countered numerous times. Look at Adesanya. I mean, he counters it beautifully. Uh, it, it's not like it's not like uh, this thing that keep, continues to happen. It, like, I mean, you can you can pull up. I can send you a link of like a six minute video of people countering oblique kicks perfectly and not taking any damage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, if anything, it's something that the rule committee shouldn't be evaluating. It's that camp should be evaluating mm. uh, and addressing and figuring out the way to counter it because it's not a hard technique to counter. Uh, yeah. You just have to be aware of it. Whereas, and, like, you know, that makes sense. It, it makes sense because you're right. How much responsibility are we putting on the fighters and, and those trainers to make sure that that mm-hmm. doesn't happen? Uh, yeah. uh, Roundtree pointed out the fact that he's like, man, I saw him uh, stepping into that jab so hard with his left leg yeah. that I just saw the opportunity and he took it. You know, and if you're Roundtree... Mm-hmm. It's not a dirty move. It's in the rule yeah. book. Yeah. You know, and the guy it. didn't counter it. So, yeah. And that's what he said, it. right? He was like, lay off Roundtree because it's my job to defend that. And I didn't. There's nothing wrong. That's him yeah. saying it as he's on his way to get checked with an MRI. You know? Maybe I'm I mean, just obviously, being a giant pansy, man. <laughs> I, I get it, though, because it seems like kind of like a dirty move, right? It's It seems like probably the most dirty move, right? Uh that you can throw right that yeah. that's that's allowed that are yeah, allowed yeah. right um but yeah like i said it's it's i say it's easy to counter right i would get my leg torn up if someone threw it at me but like watch izzy versus john blahowicz um izzy versus uh izzy counters it so well um 
but yeah, there's there's plenty of fights where where people counter it correctly, uh, and it's not a big deal. So, it, it I think that heel hooks are even more dangerous, uh, just because if you feel the pain, you have to preemptively tap, which is yeah. crazy, right? It's a that's a, and the week before this, uh, who was it that got his leg tore up? Um, uh, I remember. Someone got their leg torn up in like the first fight. I think it was yeah, Roosevelt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they should should look into it. I think if anything, start looking into downward elbows and knees okay. to the head on the ground. Okay, I respect it, and I respect uh, the opinion. I mean, it does look dirty, right? And it isn't. I don't want to watch people's leg get torn up like that. I fucking hate yeah. it. It yeah, sucks. It was rough. It was rough. Uh, Rich Casual, <laughs> do we have anything else? Was that the last one? Oh, here we go. The juicy Alan- one. Alana McLaughlin emerges victorious in her professional debut, winning the fight against Celine Provost by submission. Uh, three minutes, 32 seconds of the second round. So Alana McLaughlin used to be a man. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is a tough one for me. Really it's tough. Not for me. Uh, it, it is because you know what I, I talk about an inclusive environment. I talk about inclusivity. I talk about diversity. Uh, mm-hmm. We've mentioned this before, right? When we're talking about uh, Pride Month, Will, and the fact that Story of the Fight loves everybody, welcomes everybody for who you are, Definitely. whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do. Like, unless just would, live your life, unless you're an asshole. So explain. For me, it's like yeah, if who, whoever you are, you're you're totally welcome to be that person. And like for me uh like i'm very accepting of pretty much anybody as long as they're not an asshole uh if you're an asshole i don't give a fuck what your background is who who you uh identify with all that kind of stuff because at that point none of that matters to me you're just a piece of shit right and i'm not saying you go beyond what your pronouns are you go beyond all that stuff and it's just you as a human being exactly yeah exactly like uh race gender sexuality all that stuff um i'm cool with all of it but if you're an asshole you're just an asshole to me right all that other stuff doesn't matter at that point you're just a bad person um everybody can be a bad person doesn't matter what your background is Um, and i'm not going to sit here and say that alana is a bad person um but i don't think anybody who sanctions this is a good person uh i don't think um a trans woman should be able to compete in a combat sport against a biological woman. I just, I don't think that's okay. Um, baseball, don't give a fuck. Uh, golfing, don't give a fuck. Tennis, who gives a shit? But when it comes down to a combat sport, it's different. And anybody who, in my opinion, if, uh, if, if you think that that is a um, a closed-minded approach, and I need to be more accept- accepting, I think uh, it's it's not a, a blanket um, it's not a blanket like controversy or topic. You know, it's we need to look at the differences here. This is not the same as as golfing, right? <laughs> it's just not. Um, I think golfing is a perfect example. Yeah, I think I think it's something that needs to be looked at case by case. Um, and it, you don't have to be either all in or all out. 
you know, and I like if people like to paint that picture of if some people will say, will hear that opinion that I had right now and say, that's anti-trans and that's who you are. You're anti-trans on the flip side. Um, like I can, I can, I can think that a trans female can compete against biological females in 20 sports. Right. But I can also say that I don't think they should be allowed to compete against biological females again in, in these three sports, both can be true. You know, just because I don't think a trans female should be able to fight biological females in a combat sport does not mean I don't think trans athletes have a place to, to compete against, um, biological gendered athletes in other sports, you know, both can be true. Yeah. And uh, again, I don't know if that made any sense. It it does. It does. (laughs) It's you saying one, I'm entitled to my opinion, right. But also (laughs) I'm just thinking of this as logically as possible. I'm not Mm -hmm. against it. I'm just saying we have to take a look at everything for what it is Mm -hmm. and that specific situation, that specific sport, who it impacts, how it impacts. Like we do have to take a look at it individually. The details and the context matters. We we can't use a cookie cutter approach with this. No, we can't, but it's also a slippery slope. And the way that I think of it is uh, let's say that my daughter's been training for track and field her entire life. Mm -hmm. And she's working her ass off. And we tell her, you know what? You work your ass off and you train your hardest and you'll be able to make it to the Olympics, for example. Yeah. Right. And then we have, let's say, an 18-year-old man that decides to become uh, a woman, which is absolutely fine, and they decide to start competing in track and field, and they've been competing their entire life. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that's fair? So that's no. what I'm saying. It's a slippery slope. I, I, so I don't think that's fair, but also life isn't fair. And if we're going to try to try to say that all sports have been fair forever, it's not true, right? In a combat sport, though, we need to be a little bit more careful about what is fair and what isn't. It matters a little bit more, right? That's why there's weight classes, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that's where we need to, like, I, I don't know, man. It, My biggest thing is, look, you could be whoever you want to be. You could do whatever you want to do as long as you're not hurting anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, as and, long and as you're living say, a happy life and you're doing whatever. Like, yeah, and that's as basically long as you're happy, what I mean I'm happy. Be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in the case where... In, in this situation, granted, they're signed up to fight, mm-hmm. but there could be some serious repercussions uh, yeah, and, by and sanctioning something like l- this. Let's not, let's not pretend like she didn't have a willing participant, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's disclosed, right? All parties know going into this that it's a, it's a trans woman, right? So, I, I mean, that's, that's good, right? At least they're not like hiding that from, from her opponents. You know that we I mean? know of. That we know, like you right? saw but, all the like headlines come out. She's like, 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 wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and her defense was, um, uh, like, hey, look, she she my opponent won the the first round. I lost the first round, so like, what the fuck? Okay, but like, maybe you're just not a very good fighter, right? Um, we cannot pretend like there are not lingering, um advantages advantages that you would have after transitioning you know what i mean like we cannot pretend like that doesn't exist anybody who pretends like that doesn't exist for the sake of being inclusive um you know think about it more (laughs) i'm not like 
I don't want to say, I don't want to come off like I'm anti-trans because I'm definitely not, you know, I, I just. Isn't it crazy though, just like how bad cancel culture is to a point where like Listen, we have to continue. Canceled, though. No, no. I mean, we haven't even got started, but I'm yeah. just saying like, <laughs> no, but think about it. Cause mm-hmm. we, we li- live in a r- world right now where everybody gets offended so easily. How many mm-hmm. times have you had to repeat that you're not transphobic? How many times have mm-hmm. I had to say right now, you know, and the thing is that. We're, we're not obviously we're not but we're, we're just spitting out facts opinions i mean that's the only time i've ever said it my entire life to be honest i'm just, just saying right now while we're talking about oh, this, oh yeah yeah during this episode uh, we, we've had to mention it no, a yeah. few times already just so that people don't get offended in a way but it mm-hmm. i mean it's just what we think yeah and if you disagree with us tell us because like and subscribe I, yeah and, and subscribe, follow us I mean, on I, spotify breaker podcast Bigger Public, <laughs> google podcast apple podcast wherever podcasts are found yeah, I, 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 I'm not above, um, like, I don't think my opinions are all correct. You know what I mean? And I'm very open and, like, intrigued by learning things that are going to make me change my opinions on things. Not just fighting, but just in life. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. If I'm wrong about something, I'd like someone to, or if someone just thinks that I'm wrong about something, I'd like for them to plead their case so that I can maybe even change my opinion. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I want to grow. <laughs> same, same. So, Honestly, like, yeah, like, if you, if you disagree just, with something. Say, just tell us. I just love everybody, bro. Until you give me a reason not to like you, you know what That's I mean? What I mean, I'm cool like, with everybody. Just don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, just don't be an asshole. But other than that, like, yeah. I just love everybody. Yeah, who gives Maybe? a fuck about like anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just live your best life, man. Just live your best life. Be a cool person. Shout out HLB Comer Matrix trailer. I'm not gonna watch it because. I'm way too hyped and I'd like to watch that movie with no uh I, I just want to see it fresh completely. With not having seen any spoilers from the trailer or anything. Exactly. Because like he said, it's the fucking Matrix. You know what I mean? Like I just want to see <laughs> more Matrix. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All yeah. right. Well, uh who who do we have fighting next week? Man, what a touchy uh what a touchy fucking episode what? we just did. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know what? Again, we're just talking about our opinions, man. That's all it is. Yeah. You know? So people want to listen, they can listen. All right. Yeah. We have a UFC fight night coming up. September yeah. 18th. Anthony Smith, Ryan Spann. We we Ring alluded fight. to this. We touched on this a little bit last week with Richard Casual. Good fight. Uh, not sure uh, Anthony Smith will ever be making another run for the title, but mm-hmm. still a lot of fun fights uh, available from the top 10. That's a fun one. Devin Clark versus Fusilaba. Uh, Great Kutalaba. Yeah. Your girl uh, Lipsky's fight fighting again. I'm in love. Uh, yeah. The biggest fight for me though, the best one on the whole card. Christos Giagos versus Armin Saryukian. Saryukian uh, is a future contender. I cannot wait to see him fight again. I feel like it's been forever. I, I cannot wait to see that fight. Uh you got Joaquin Buckley on there versus Arroyo. Fun fight. Yeah. We got slow Mike Rodriguez fighting. Uh, Mike Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Um, we have Rocky. on here? Rocky Raquel Pena. Yeah, yeah, she's on there uh, versus Kianzad. Impa Kasangane versus Carlson Harris. Kasangane, I think, had a major setback with that knockout, but fuck, yeah, I'm he still was viral. So high on him. Yeah, on the wrong end of it, right? But yeah, but man, I'm. I hey, think this he's is so a nice talented. little bounce back fight for him, though. I yeah, think. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think he has a lot of uh, promise. 
So I, I'm excited to see him fight again. Um, yeah, fun, fun card. Jim Miller what? just pulled out, uh, oh, I think, today or yesterday. That sucks. Well, that's yeah. all I got, Will. Do you have anything else? No. No, well, hopefully... A little we bit of a long episode. Hopefully we help fill that MMA void uh, for anybody that's listening this week. Uh, yeah. Of course, like we said before, uh, if you like any of our content, please follow, like, subscribe, hit the little notification bell so you get notified whenever we're going to go live. And uh, thanks again to uh, HLBK Omer for joining us. Always and been here. I, I love it. I love it. And com- commenting and helping us out throughout the episode. But yeah, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are, find, uh, are found. Uh, just subscribe. Thanks for 200. Got 200 subs. 200 subs. All right, everybody. Thanks for the yeah. 200. And thanks for listening this week to Story of the Fight.